What's up, terrorizers? Welcome back to Terrorize You to the Core Podcast. I took a hiatus over the summer, and now I'm back with a whole new revamp season. Just in time for our favorite holiday, Halloween. This season will consist of interviews that contain first-hand encounters with paranormal activity. The first episode, I speak with my Uncle Ralphie on his encounters with spirits in his current home. I also spoke with my Aunt Lillian as well. And I got to do a very, very awesome interview with my friend Joe from Facebook. I was left with a new discovery, more questions, and a newfound respect for each person. Each interview, I will play a snippet and go into further details. Now, let's get on to the first episode. Our first interview was with my Uncle Ralphie. He has lived most of his life in the Chicago area. He was born in Puerto Rico. He's a father and a husband. Now this was his story. Yeah. 
He's going into details right now about my Aunt Lillian's encounters. So I'm going to let it play, and you're going to hear from my uncle's uh, point of view of what my Aunt Lillian has experienced with paranormal activity. referring to has also been seen in the house that I live in but I'll get more into that at the end of our podcast I'm gonna let the interview play out a little bit more have witnessed anything paranormal because pets are known to see things that we cannot see because they have a pure soul. 
people are known to not be able to see things right away because we are exposed to so much in our life that our innocence isn't as pure as an animal's or even a child's innocence. So like my uncle was saying, when my cousin was a baby, he had seen a little girl in the room that's upstairs in our apartment in the back bedroom. The reason why he says my cousin has saw a little girl when he was little, my cousin was under a year old when he would see this little girl. And he was a little bit older before they moved that he also saw the girl again. So this was all before he reached his teenage years. So now I'm going to let my uncle go into detail on how his pets react to paranormal activity and if he notices them acting weird. He wants people like from Ghost Hunters to come out and come and see him and kind of check out his house. So Sherry or any of my other fellow Ghost Hunters out there would like to come and see my uncle's house, you're more than welcome to. So I'm going to let his, his little interview continue for a little bit more before I move on to my aunt's interview. Here we go. Yeah, reconstruction dramatic changes in their homes that things can wake up and so that's why I'm asking my uncle does can he think of situations that have happened in his house in correlation with his home being renovated um, my uncle also he's such a funny guy because he does not mess with anything that like black magic or anything like that that stuff he does not do but uh, my family is Puerto Rican and it is part of our culture. So we do know of people in our past family history that have encountered those things. So my uncle, as you heard him say, he does not mess with any of that stuff. And um, so let's continue on with his interview. Whoa, 
that was my interview for Joe. So um, I'm not going to play any more further into my uncle's interview. I don't want to give anything away too soon. So let's go on to my aunt's interview. Now I did record my aunt's interview the same way I recorded my uncle's. My uncle, I had called him, as you heard the phone ringing in the beginning of the podcast. And when I recorded hers, I went back and replayed her interview. Good thing I took notes. Good thing I paid attention in college when they said that. Because when I went back to record her interview, and I went to listen to it, her interview came out very, very grainy. I could not make out anything that was said. So good thing, like I said, I took notes and I remembered most of my aunt's story because, face it, she's my aunt and we've talked about this stuff a lot in our family. So I'm going to go ahead and read off some of the notes that I spoke with over with my aunt. And so my Aunt Lillian was born and raised in Chicago. She's the youngest of my mom's siblings. My mom has four siblings. She had a brother and a sister and then my Aunt Lillian. She was married to my uncle, that's Ralphie, and they have two children together. Her home is a bungalow-style home. It's been in Chicago for many years. It's right across from a park. Her family and her have lived in this house for a few years now. And like I said, they have been working on their house for many years and trying to renovate it. So the, the history of the house is a man and his wife who owned the property owned it for many years. They even rented out the basement area. Now the house, as many houses in Chicago, had flood issues. So this is partly why they had to work on the basement and redo the house. Now his wife actually passed away in this house. Again, I'm going to say it. His wife passed away in this house. So it's very common that when someone passes away in a location, sometimes their spirits stay in that location until their spirits can be released from that area. Now, there's many factors that can go into that. They can have to do an exorcism of the house. They can have someone come in and bless the house. But I'll get into that further later on in our podcast. So let's get back to my aunt's story. So his wife passed away in the home, and when my Aunt Lillian says they started to feel things in that house, it is around the time that they started doing construction. Now, when they moved into this house, my cousins weren't quite teenagers yet, but now they are. And like I was talking to my uncle, when teenagers go into puberty stage, we all know, we've all been there, or if you're listening to this podcast and haven't reached puberty, you might not shouldn't be on this podcast, maybe, but we'll let you slide for this one. So, back into this story. So, when a teenager goes through puberty, their hormones go all over the place, as many of us had felt. Now, you can either have, like, the angry teenager or the hormonal teenager that cries, and their emotions are all over. So, that's the life of being a teenager. So, my cousins, they have two teenagers in their home, especially when it's a teenage girl, that people have experienced a lot of paranormal activity or even poltergeist activity in their homes. Now, going back to my aunt's story, 
she said that a lot of this stuff has happened even before my cousins hit that puberty stage. Now, my cousins are going to probably listen to this podcast and be like, oh my God, I can't believe she's talking about this. But hey guys, everyone goes through it, like I said. So when Lillian was by herself in her home, she started to have some experiences. One of those experiences was smelling the strong order of cigarettes. Now there's only one person in our home that used to smoke cigarettes all the time. I'm gonna wait to tell you guys who that person was after I finish discussing her story. So she told us the spirit, if you are here to harm us, you must leave. If you're here not to harm us, you can stay. Now, I kind of felt a little bit uncomfortable with this because you always are supposed to set spirits free. But then my aunt explained why she said that. She feels that if a spirit's there and they're there to rest and be at peace, then they should be okay. So I understood what she was saying and I get it. I was like, okay, that makes sense. Now, if a spirit's there to hurt you, of course you want them gone. You don't want them in your house. So she told them that exactly like my Uncle Ralphie did. Till this day, though, she still smells the cigarette smells. Now, my aunt has a very sensitive stomach and a very sensitive nose when it comes to certain smells. So she does not like cigarette smells at all. It makes her sick. So that made me think. Does this spirit realize that? Do they know that it makes her sick and that's why they're drilling it? So when she started to go into her car and drive her kids to school and go to work, she began again to smell the cigarette smells. So as she did in her house, she would recite what she said earlier. If you are evil and you're here to hurt my family, you must leave. If you are nice and if you're here to rest, you can stay. She still smells the cigarette smells. I know many of us would be upset by this point and be like, what in the world's going on? So she asked her kids, do you guys smell any kind of cigarette smells? Her kids responded, no, they don't. So my aunt, when she was in her house one day, she saw the man. The man that she saw was our grandfather. Now let me explain this a little bit. My grandfather was in Puerto Rico, my biological grandfather. My grandmother lived with a man named Mario for many years, even before we were born. My mom was in her 20s. And he was like a grandfather to us up until the point my grandmother got sick and passed away and he moved out. Their relationship that they had, my aunt and him, was like a father and daughter relationship for some time until things were revealed after all these years. I don't want to go into past details with family history. But let's just say it didn't end well. So he went and he passed away in his home living with his daughter. We were all sad though. Well, let me rephrase that. Most of us were sad 
at the way he passed. You see, when he passed, he passed away by himself in his room. And nobody knew he had passed. He passed away alone in his bed. His daughter didn't discover his body until later on. This would be frightening to many people, to be passing away by yourself and alone and your body not being discovered for a while. That really hits home for many people. That hits home for myself. As I said to my uncle, people are afraid of the unknown. What does happen to you once you pass away? And yet, to pass away, to die by yourself, with nobody knowing, that is scary. So to this day, they still have paranormal activity. Now, as you heard from my uncle's point of view, their paranormal activity isn't bad. They're not in fear. They don't feel like they're being harmed. Only thing that's ever happened is my uncle had a quarter thrown at him from a spirit because nobody was home. My aunt hearing her name and having cigarette smells. But those things are manageable. Those things, I guess most people can live with. Maybe people like having a quarter or two, especially if they have laundry to do. But, as you heard from my uncle, things are not that bad. And he's not in fear. He actually finds this to be interesting. As well as many people do. As well as many people are scared of it and are frightened of it. Hey everyone. So this is the end of our podcast for episode one of the new revamp Terrorize You to the Core podcast. I'm going to do a second episode right now and record it so that way you have episode one and two of this new season. The next episode is going to be a special one. The reason why it's going to be a special one, well, is because Joe's on it. And Joe's story really hit home with me. And I hope you take the time to listen to Joe's story because it's one that I think everyone should hear and everyone will connect with. This has been Terrorize You to the Core podcast and I hope all you terrorizers enjoyed episode one, interviews with my Uncle Ralphie and my Aunt Lillian on their activity with paranormal activities in their home and in their life. Till next time, Terrorizers, enjoy episode one of Terrorize You to the Core podcast. Good night.